What was that? Nothing. How's it going? You just not bad, Dubs. I'm worried about you now. You look. Like, you look like you just opened your mouth vigorously for like three seconds and hit record in the middle of it. It's all you, good. They, I don't want to get too gross too quickly, but you look you look like a meme of when you nut, but she keeps sucking. <laughs> Nah, that was too gross, too quickly. Maybe we should no, restart it. Hey, this. don't you dare pervase anything. It's all accepted on this podcast. We're tolerant and open. And Have fun. you seen the Cyberpunk 2077 reviews? Like the actual written reviews or people's like playthrough reviews? Either or, anything. Have you seen any impressions of the game? I've seen some streamer impressions. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. Uh... Have you, have you, have you, have you, have yes. you? Yes, okay. yes, okay. yes. Okay. Do you remember like six months ago or whatever, last time we talked about cyberpunk, um, my whole like thoughts on we how predicted I think it. it? Yeah. Um, do you remember how I predicted it? I believe I do. Uh, I believe you said it looks really cool. I think it's going to be extremely linear and I think it's going to fade. It's going to burn hot and fade off real quick. Hmm. I, b- I believe that's what you said. I don't remember exactly, but I believe that's what you said. I do remember my general feeling about it is it's going to be fine. <laughs> like, it's just going to be fine. And their views are coming out. <clears throat> and the consensus is... It's fine. It's fine. And it's buggy as shit. <laughs> it's fine if and when it works, which is not rarely. Even after all the delays they did for it? Yep. It went gold, and then they delayed it a month, which I've never heard of in the games industry before. It went gold means it's done. We're printing the discs. Yeah. And then they delayed it. It's At that moment, I was like, oh, it's, people are going to be upset. The Cyberpunk 2077 subreddit was like, I feel bad for saying this, but this need this game needs another year of development. It's like the classic, the classic uh, a delayed game is eventually good but a rushed game is bad forever which isn't super the case anymore that was that quote came from pre bug fix update days but they're they're the impact stands like no man's sky has a has a a tin it's no man a tarnished reputation it has like a stink around its name yeah like when you say no man's sky your immediate reaction is "Mm." the game that was bad No, the yes. overhyped game that yes. was bad and is now good. Yeah, or but the it or, was bad is always part of that. Like, yes, identity. or or is it good yet? Is the immediate reaction? To yeah, that, to exactly. when you hear that name, yeah. nothing against No Man's Sky. Yeah, because they've turned it around because it's good yet. <laughs> it's good now, <laughs> <laughs> but it just it took that 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 dedication to get it there a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, my uh, one of my coworkers got it. You got it on the PS Five. Uh, and he said, never get it on console, <laughs> get it, get it on the PC in a year. If you get a 3080, <laughs> like, oh, cause there's so much visual shit going on in that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and he said that they, apparently that I haven't read too much into like what they've been promising for specs and what you can run it on. But they said with a 3080, you could run, you should be able to run it at ultra with, um, 60 fps and a lot of people are reporting that you absolutely cannot <laughs> um on 3080s yeah uh Fuck. he has a 3070 he's running it on medium getting like 30 to 40 fps <laughs> so he's basically playing a 
console a console version of it <laughs> with Jeez, a 3070 Louise. how big and is the like, game it's not ready um the day one update patch is bigger than the game <laughs> like when you download the whole game <laughs> oh, no <laughs> oh man it's like he was like and i love cd project red and i still love them this whole release has been super messy and they push it back and push it back and it's here and it's not (laughs) great (laughs) he's like it's a cool story and it's a great game and it's really fun to get lost in but it's super buggy and it's super not well optimized but based on their track record they will fix it like they did it with the witcher 3 when the witcher 3 came out it was super buggy and not optimized and they just worked on it worked on it worked on it and now it's considered a classic it's a masterpiece yeah, yeah now it's a masterpiece so, he's like right. it'll it'll get there it's he was like it's not the new revolution of games that it hyped itself up to be or we hyped it up to be um it's it's just a it's it's going to be a great game once what they was polish the, it what was the the catalyst for that kind of hype because I never believed the smoke. Like when I when I heard when I heard all about oh cyberpunk, oh Keanu's in it, yeah. and then I saw the trailer, I thought, yeah, like it, it looks cool, but like I don't think like people are really fanning the flames. For, like there's really there's a lot of smoke from people fanning the flames. I don't think the flames are that big. Yeah, I was I I, I never thought that. It's, it's it's a combination of a lot of things. It's one CD Projekt Red, a great great right. Game the bar's high. The bar's high out the gate. Right? To the IP. So Cyberpunk is like a book series and a comic series. It's like it's a series that they're adapting. Like they didn't just build this whole thing from the ground up. It's like The Witcher. The Witcher was a series of books that they made video games based off of, and right. they did that really well. And they really kind of understood the source material and ran with it and kind of did their own thing with it, and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, they make really good RPGs with really fun combat and really cool choices and all that kind of stuff. And it's everything we saw of it, it was like dripping with personality and like that authentic cyberpunk, like Blade Runner, like Neuromancer, Cyberpunk, like that aesthetic that we rarely get, uh, especially like since Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. It's it's like it's tickling that nerve, which we don't get that often. Most of the time, when we see futuristic cyberpunky stuff. I mean, not even cyberpunk, because like cyberpunk is defined like by this whole game's aesthetic but normally when we get futuristic stuff we get like irobot and like clean white where cyberpunk is like no they still have muscle cars <laughs> it's just you can yeah. plug your arm into it now yeah it's yeah really cool shit like that um, so it was a cool take on it yeah it's just right. a it's a cool aesthetic of the future that is 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 really interesting and fun to play around with and nice to look at so two questions one what is the general score for the official reviews and two do you plan on buying this when you get your 3080 uh i mean i think it's going to be a while before i get my 3080 and i think the price is going to be a lot lower and hopefully a lot of the bugs will be worked out so eventually yeah but it's not something i was it wasn't a game i had any intentions of pre-ordering even though i never pre-order games anymore because there's no point um it's it was just a game like man i hope that's good (laughs) that would be really great if that game was good it looks like it's going to be another video game and maybe i'm just so jaded by these huge triple a like the big game that everybody is looking forward to like grand theft auto 5 it came out and it was a good game like that's it (laughs) like we need to stop hyping up these games so much because they're now so big they require so many man hours and so much money to make that polished AAA experience that you remember. So like now when people remember 
uh, GTA five and red dead redemption, they're remembering it now. Like I'm remembering it the last time we played it and it was great. But when GTA five launched and when GTA online launched, it was garbage. <laughs> like it was not garbage, but GTA online didn't work. No, uh, GTA five was really buggy. The load times were insane. Uh, oh, I remember that. I'm, oh I remember the, I remember the jokes about the load times, like 90 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. I would boot up my PS4, start loading GTA five, go quickly play through the entire GTA three story. <laughs> and then when it loaded up, I would <laughs> go make a sandwich. Yeah. While you're like you change, make a baked potato. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, again, it's a huge triple A game that everybody was excited for. And it's, it started to show some, some tears in the fabric way before it came out. And guess what? It's an, it's an okay game. So what's the general score? Like eights, eight out of 10. Yeah. That's so uh, disappointing is the wrong word, but I don't know the word to use. It's so like I said, jaded before, and I don't think jading is a word. No, but, it's, but that kind of fits this. The, this right? Like, it's when you, making me jaded. It's like it's 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 like discovering proof that there is no Santa Claus. It's <laughs> like the magic in the video games industry is fading before our eyes. Yeah, that's and what like, it kind of feels like. Same thing happened with Death Stranding, and it was like overhyped, yes. and this yes. is going to be incredible. And it's just like it's fine. It came out, and it's fine. I'm hearing I'm hearing the same thing about Valhalla. Yep, it's Where fine. It's it's fine. It's 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 really cool. It's but good. It's, it's another fine. baby step <laughs> into the future of gaming. Yeah, but it's it's fine. It's, yeah, that's it's really cool. But it's fine. And that's why this is all why I'm I was never I didn't line up for the PS5 right. and the Xbox Series X and all that stuff. It's like yeah i mean well, once so god of war comes out that's gonna be incredible right but so far it's what we were saying where everybody goes it's great to have fast load times but it's so early there's nothing to really show off on this thing. yeah exactly and now so, you have cyberpunk which is fine yeah, <laughs> and most people are saying so like uh, most i think no review uh places got a piece like a uh, console copy they were only given it for the PC, and they're like, "We recommend playing it with a PC with at least these specs." Uh, and the latest al- GPU that just launched. Yeah, yeah you're not allowed. Which also is like not really working. Yeah. <laughs> they told people to please use a 3080, and then 30. You should be able to expect these things, and people weren't. Uh, and they didn't let anybody show their game footage in their reviews. You cannot show any self-recorded game footage before the game launched, which is a horrible. Anytime a, a game company limits the amount of things that reviewers and and game industry folks are allowed to show, it gets me so worried. It's almost like a well that no matter how excited I was for that game, you can't remember the remember the talk when Mass Effect first came out. Sure, maybe, maybe Remind me. Like, but like, like, do you remember the the I don't want to say the acclaim that's too too overzealous of a word, but mm-hmm. the reaction to the story of Mass Effect, of how people were kind of hyped about it at the time. Yeah. It was this thing where it had an impact that lasted. Then Mass Effect 2, oh, oh man, you could just follow, you could continue the story. Like it loads into your yeah. decisions. Your could, exact load file, yeah. Your decisions carry over. Holy shit. Yeah. You know, like that. It doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's it's just been a while, you know? Like, I don't want to get too down about yeah. video games on this fairly video game-centric podcast, yeah. but, like, it just hasn't happened in a while. No. The last time it happened for me was, like, Breath of the Wild, I think. Now, here's, a, so. now, now, now here's a question. Is that a... Is that a... Is that a 
consequence of technology and culture as a whole right now with how things go with with the speedy technology driven like like attention span and media drive yeah or is it because i as a culture do you think we've kind of like altered and changed into and maybe this is my recent you know past eight twelve eight to ten month of covid experience Mm -hmm. uh I feel like gaming this year has become super social centric. Possibly. A lot of it is no longer, I'm just playing by myself and I don't want to interact with people. I feel like a lot of things are, I want to play games with people. I want to catch up and meet up with them in Animal Crossing. I want to play Warzone with them. We're going to do squadrons together. Like, like I feel like there's the new WoW dropped and everyone went flocking to WoW and everybody's talking and everybody's in guilds and all this shit. Like, I feel like maybe because of what's happening around the world this year yeah the amplification of the social desire in gaming is taking a, a precedent over great story driven single player you're alone and just lost in this world type of experience yeah possibly because, because even when you bring up breath of the wild that's not recent yeah it's 2017 yeah that's not recent yeah you know what i mean so so we had to look at that we had like uh spider-man miles morales the last of us two uh, uh, Ghost of Tsushima and a couple other things this year and they were like oh yeah this game came out and it's great and then like now okay it- now let's obsess about Fall Guys for a week and a half <laughs> and then Among Us and then Animal Crossing and then WoW and Call of Duty and all these new things so yeah I think part of it is that this year is so geared towards online stuff Um, and the reason I really do think that is because I'm always a single player person mm-hmm. and I have not been playing single player games. I've been playing either multiplayer games cause that's how I get like my social interaction with people, uh, or single player games with my girlfriend to watch like those really cinematic games we've been playing through uncharted Four. uh, we want to do God of war next. Um, like those games that oh, are she fun hasn't to- experienced God of war no. and she's loving uncharted Four, and I'm loving that she's loving uncharted Four. it's like, wait until you deal with God of war. <laughs> wait till that story comes at you. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, I feel I always gamed, but it was always very, very little. It yeah. used to just be overwatch. Hmm. And that was just uh, decompressing after the day with my roomies, and yeah. that was it. Yep. That was pretty much the extent of it. And then it turned into um, Apex, mm-hmm. which was catching up with some friends. Mm-hmm. And then it turned to Warzone. Yep. And that just full-on everything ever since then has been in with Target in mind social interaction got it you know for the most part yeah you um, hang out while doing warzone i hang out with friends playing warzone yeah. i hang out with friends playing squadrons i play, hang out with friends playing overwatch i hang out with friends um doing excuse me uh switch yeah uh, i bought a switch game for black friday mm, not to yeah. change the topic but just to put a note in to come up to uh, I bought Mario Tennis Aces on sale. Ooh, okay. With the and granted, I love that game anyways. I think Mario Tennis is a great game, just like Mario Golf. I think it's a, a fantastic uh, series. Yeah. But I got that game like legit to play with my with with Timmy and his wife. Nice. Uh, that live out of state. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Just yeah. to play with them, just yeah. so we could have a game besides Overcooked or something. Yeah. To, to play together with. That's so awesome. I got that game just so we could play together. That's cool. You so, liking it so far? I love it. Yeah. I love it. But that's, it goes back to my 
kind of thing where that's replacing it's replacing the social interaction because I don't go to hang out with friends anymore. Yeah. The most I hang out with people is this. Yeah. And it's only you. Yep. And that's it. Yep. Same here. Yeah. And it's to work out and record. Yeah. And that's all we do. Um, I don't hang out with people from work. I don't see people from my last job. And I kind of see my family once a week yeah. where we meet up and we have lunch socially distanced and then I just drive home. Yeah. So it's really boring. Yeah, uh, exact same thing with me. Yeah. So for me, gaming back so gaming used to be like for me what it was for you it was my escape in my solo adventures you know Mm -hmm. uh whether it was way back in the day with all the n64 games like banjo kazooie and shit you know or it was uh, zelda right or um like legend uh legend of time or um ocarina of time yeah or it was um uh, knights of the old republic yeah on xbox you know like like all these games that i would get lost in the world of it and then i stopped and then i picked it back up in college on the on the ps3 and that was called the duty that was black ops 2 that was nhl playing nhl tournaments with friends yep and then that turned into um me not really playing until i until scamming got me into overwatch so that was years yeah yeah years because i'm doing martial arts i'm going to the gym i'm playing hockey i'm going to work i'm hanging yeah. out with friends from work afterwards yeah. like like other stimulating social interaction brain stimulating challenging things yeah and and so it just stopped but it started to pick back up again with everything going on and getting older not wanting to go out all the time and just being like fuck it i'm home i don't want to go anywhere yeah yeah uh i, I just feel like it's not that it's i'm saying that cyberpunk was bound to be like an eight, an eight out of ten right now mm. it's more just i don't know how they could have become a 10 out of 10 well i don't you know what think I mean? yeah i don't think the reviews and the reception of the game are coming from like the state that the industry is in right now with people wanting to play online I, I think if it was a 10 out of 10 single player game, I don't think it's get. I don't think it is a 10 out of 10 or a nine out of 10 that's getting eight out of tens because people want a multiplayer game right now. Oh, no, I don't think so either. But I, I wonder, but like, I wonder if that has any play in it of kind of just like not so much of like, well, I want to play multiplayer on cyberpunk, but just mm. I'm, I just wonder what could cyberpunk do could have done in 2020 to come out with a 10 out of 10 like regardless because of this because of the volatile nature of 2020 yeah i mean mean? from what i've heard about it it just needs more time (laughs) like it needed more time in the oven like let's say okay so let's say it came out with no bugs is it a 9 out of 10 is it a 10 out of 10 just because of the bugs i mean it sounds like if it came out and it performed the way it should perform in 2020 on certain hardware and had a lot less bugs because a game this open world and this like fluid is just bound to have bugs like skyrim or fallout or whatever um i think it would get it up there nine nine and a half it but it also sounds like just the game itself is like the game itself is really good and there's a lot of bugs and it's not optimized so like knocked it knocked it down a few pegs too many speed bumps yeah exactly too many things more than just one or two things keeping it from a 10 got it got it's it. a it's a great game that's not like an industry changing or, like or defining yeah. yeah it's just it's a it's another good iteration of video game got it got it with that being said yeah. i did mention black friday deals yes so i bought mario tennis aces for yeah. switch 10 on out sale. of 10 and I bought on sale for the first time 
in seven years no in eight years yeah in eight or nine years for the first time i bought an nhl video game wow for xbox yeah how much are we talking nhl 21 how much i think i spent 35 bucks not bad yeah no for the first hockey game i've ever purchased in almost 10 years Yeah. yeah uh so i bought those two games for um for black friday did you buy any black friday video games no i bought a black friday enormous tv (laughs) tell me the review walk me through the experience of you using the new tv please uh (laughs) annoying the shit out of my girlfriend calibrating it and (laughs) adjusting every single setting that it had for like two hours but you got dialed in please can we just watch the santa claus 2 stop adjusting the color I'm but like, you had to get it right. Yeah, I did. I I pulled up so many things. I'm like, what is a TV show or a movie with a really black background? Because, like, there's this thing. I forget exactly what it's called. But when, say you have a pitch black background and then you have, like, a moon creep into the shot. You know how, like, the moon the is white? Yeah, the bleed. Yeah. But then as it gets farther away, the white kind of fades into black. But there's, like, you could see specific patches. Uh-uh. Like, yeah. it's not a completely smooth transition. I was seeing that here and there. I was seeing, like, these halos around certain things. I'm like, what can I find? Hot ones. <laughs> so I pulled up Hot Ones with Sean oh, Evans. Because they film in the black studio. Right, right. And I, like, I was just watching it. I was adjusting the black levels and the balance, like, up and down until, like... <gasps> Oh, that's really smooth. And she was actually like, oh, wow, that is a lot better. (laughs) (laughs) And then we went back to what we were watching where I noticed it. I was like, oh, my God, it's so much better. This is perfect. Right. Um, So lots and lots of calibration uh, and uh, like adjusted all the settings. Like I named all my inputs. Input four, PS4. Input three, PS3. (laughs) Input two, Switch, which formerly known as Wii U. and then input one Apple TV, got the names for those all set up, turned on CEC. So when I just turn on the Apple TV, it, it automatically turns on, turns on the TV. Yep. When I shut off the Apple TV, it shuts off the TV. Um, really good. Um, plugged it into my, I uh, got a little Bose soundbar that has HDMI out from the TV into mm-hmm. HDMI to the soundbar. So that's Is all. Arc? Huh? Yeah. HDMI arc? HDMI arc. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so like no setup, just the volume button on the remote controls yep. the soundbar. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Oh, super underrated soundbars, by the way, get a soundbar. What Bose? No, just soundbars. soundbars in general. Are, oh yeah. 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 It, it sounds so much better than the TV. Oh yeah. I, I have. Yeah. I know. yeah. <laughs> um, so finally set it all up. I ended up because of the Costco deal ended up that actually tipped me over into getting a 65 instead of a 55. Oh, cause you got it at uh, Costco. Yeah. Oh. My man, my man, my man. <laughs> um, it's beautiful. It's ten out of ten. It's so good. Oh. The Sony and let me pimp the brand, the TV itself now because I highly recommend it. Like mm-hmm. literally ten out of ten. Every aspect of it. The color. I mean the sound. No, I'm never expecting great sound out of a TV, but it was fine. Um, the like the look, how easy it was to set up, all that stuff. Ten out of ten. It's the Sony X nine hundred series. So the X nine hundred H, I think. Um, any of them they all have the same specs and everything the remote also itself is great like i hate yeah. shitty remotes that you have too many buttons or just like three buttons or horrible placements on them yeah yeah oh, it's so good and it's like long as hell it's shaped like a long apple tv remote like double long like okay. you could double fist it it's like a foot long um and it's like a really smooth not smooth but like a matte finish on the back and it's like textured carbon and like, fiber 
The, no, the buttons are just all perfect circles and they're really satisfying to click. And like each button is exactly where my brain wants it to be. Like a uh, menu button. There it is. Uh, nope. I went too far back. There it is. You're and such like, a Sony boy. Such a Sony boy. <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, and I got it because it's obviously Sony. So it they are optimizing it in firmware updates to be the best with the PS5. So when well, I that's eventually the easiest get those, thing That's easy for them to do. Yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, PlayStation department, talk to TV department. Exactly. Thanks, guys. Which apparently <laughs> they do that fairly well in Sony. I know a lot of companies that have a lot of different branches like that. Yeah. Kind of butt heads between the branches, but they are Ooh. like, hey, PlayStations need really good TVs and we make really good TVs. Let's, let's for, chat. For the record, I love how this came up. Yeah. So everybody listening, I asked him, I, I texted Chris Cross and I said, <laughs> what's the TV? And he, you sent it to me and I said, oh, and you were like, oh man, but like it's sold out or something or this and this and I'm trying to get this. And then I found it immediately on Costco. I was like, oh, is it this one? <laughs> like, that's <laughs> like, it's bigger though. It's 65 inches, not 55. Is that okay? And you're like, that's not the same. I was like, screenshot. Here it is. Is this the same? Yeah. And you went, oh shit, I got to make a move. <laughs> yeah, I did. And then uh, Black, so Black Friday, I work Black Friday because I work kind of a retail job, right. um, like a customer service job. So Black Friday, we get very, very busy. And uh, I, I just I stopped at Costco before. <laughs> like, oh, you did? I went to Costco you got on the person? way to work. Yeah. Um, oh, so Christ. like eight in the morning or whatever, because they were sold out online, but not in a warehouse. And they were like, check stock availability. You have to call. I called. They were uh, closed. So I called. I actually ended up calling like their the, customer service was open like Thanksgiving at 11 p.m. So I was like, Ugh, sorry, you have to work. That sucks. Yeah. But um I called. I'm like, can you check to see if this store has it? And they're like, yep, Enfield has it. Springfield has a few. I was like, all right, cool. Enfield is right next to where I work, so I'll go do that. And uh, yeah, they had it. I walked in right there, that TV section right by the door. Walked it, uh, grabbed it, couldn't find a cart. Panicked because there were only like three left on the shelf. Uh, and I tried to find like one of those big like Home Depot carts. The big that they orange have. ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like uh, the, the eight-wheeler. Oh, yeah, the eight-wheeler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I eventually found one, went back, uh, the TV was still there, checked out for it, it was great. Put the seats down, fit fine? Let me tell you about the seats, because <laughs> I did some math, I specific, I searched high and low to find the box dimensions for the TV, Yeah. and then, I didn't want to go outside because it was freezing, but I looked up online, like, the back seat dimensions of the, the Subaru that I have, uh, and I found, like, every dimension except for trunk door to back of driver seat like i found a trunk door to like the entertainment console in the front and i found a trunk door to like the like when you fold down the back seats like where the top of the seats were yeah i found front uh, back of like trunk to that but i'm like no it's just like the six extra inches like plus whatever the legroom is so i did it and like the trunk to the back of the headrest wouldn't fit the tv but then the trunk to the entertainment console was like plenty so i'm like i think it's cutting it close but i think it'll fit it's perfect plenty wide enough but long enough it would be pushing it so i slid it in and it like you know how i was waiting for like it to like uh, clunk, thunk yeah. in, into the trunk didn't do that oh. <laughs> it was like an inch so I'm like fuck what am i gonna do so i just went forward and i pulled i pulled the passenger seat all the way up right and then i just i sat in the driver's seat and i just pulled it up to where i would be comfortable <laughs> yeah i pulled it up to where i'd be comfortable i'm like okay this isn't bad and i like reached behind me and grabbed the handle of the box and just thunk <laughs> and i heard it like slam into the trunk <gasps> i was like oh thank You're god so, my, my biggest concern with with that is not the length it's always the trunk entryway now you have a hatch which helps yeah. a lot but yeah, yeah. 
that's always been my fear. The width of the trunk? The width of the actual yeah. trunk entry. Like the door, yeah. Yeah. No, it's perfect. Like the door entry itself, like an extra, there was an extra inch of clearance. It's, it was fate. <laughs> but then like inside the trunk, it was plenty of room. By the power of Costco. Long. But I definitely sat like upright in my chair. <laughs> like I was sitting in a chair on the way home like a grandma. That's perfect. It was perfect. Oh. Got it home, uh, set it up, and my girlfriend was like, holy shit, that is bigger than I expected it to be. <laughs> But then it turned on, huh? Yep. Fit perfectly on the entertainment console. Uh, booted it up. Downloaded, like, the app. You needed, like, the Google Home app to set it up because it works on, like, Android TV. Yeah. Set it all up. Um, and first thing we played. Oh, first thing we played, because I thought about this. Avengers? Like, what am I going to test? Yeah. So Star Wars or Avengers? Turn on Dolby Vision. Turn on Dolby Audio. Set up the sound thing. Just made sure it was working. Kind of flipped back and forth on the Apple TV to hear those. Uh, and then Infinity War. <laughs> straight into infinity war like the the fight scene on titan with like the oh, the same shit. clip yeah. we saw at scammons yeah yeah <laughs> uh played that it was incredible immediately hopped over to rogue one to where they attack on scarif the space battle because it's like hdr so i want to see like the blacks contrasting yeah. against the whites oh beautiful amazing and that's when i noticed that like halo effect and stuff like that I was like, oh i could fix that yeah yeah exactly oh, so good what was the first video game you tested on it uh, Uncharted. Uncharted? Yeah. How did uh, it work? Actually, no, Animal Crossing. <laughs> My girlfriend played Animal Crossing. And like with the soundboard, sound and I have pointed this out here, when your girlfriend's playing Animal Crossing, like the front doors of Animal Crossing playing on the Switch is like, <laughs> click, 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 click. Yeah. But on the soundboard, it's like, click, click, click. And with the subwoofer here, it's yeah. like, like, it, like, it's like coming from the ground. It's a very intense Animal Crossing experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's... um. The funniest sound from that game is when she has it turned up. Yep. And her character's walking, and it's just like... <laughs> the little footsteps. Yeah, the little footsteps. They're like... <laughs> like when, she, when like yeah. the character's running little, around. Little stubby legs are running yeah, as exactly. fast as I can. But it's like... It's like it's like clicking yeah 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 Yeah. it's like this weird like they they have hooves (laughs) yeah yeah it sounds like it sounds like hooves with heels they actually they have different it sounds different depending on what shoes you're wearing or if you're barefoot oh that's very smart and if you're if you are barefoot then the only reason i know this is because i like i made a new costume for myself and it didn't have any clothes and i was running around playing on the tv my girlfriend's like i hate the sound the bare feet make because it's just like It's like very like smack meaty, yeah. smacky meaty, meaty Wet. smacky. Yeah, it's very meaty smacky. It's like just slapping ham on the table. Just <laughs> you know, like how funny would it be if they took like baked ham and they had a microphone on the table and they just dropped it, dude? Who knows? And then like make. placed it, and then they just used those as alternating steps. Yeah. Just- I wish oh, I wish I remember the game. When I worked at GameStop, we had GameStop TV, which was awful, and it's just basically the commercials that play on like a forty-five minute loop in GameStop. Um, but there was one for a horror game. I think it was The Evil Within, and they interviewed. It's made by a Japanese studio. They interviewed the sound designer, and he was like the most charming, hilarious dude. And I think he had just gone crazy from cabin fever from working in a sound studio. But he was like, for horror games, it's like the hardest type of games to make sounds for because like uncharted for something like that you just need to make the sound of a guy sneaking through bushes so you go to home depot and you bring in a bunch of plants and you just kind of brush them around and you make 
bush brushing sounds. But for like this monster, and they showed it with no audio, and it's like this weird witch with like gangly arms and like dr- blood dripping out of her mouth, and like her mouth open sideways like the predator. It's like, what does that sound like? <laughs> So he took a cantaloupe. He cut open a cantaloupe and just went ham on it. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, <laughs> he wanted to make like a muffled screaming noise. So he stuffed his mouth uh, full of marshmallows and chewed them a little bit to get them all wet. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like that sounds incredible. And then you change the pitch on it. You just drop it down a few octaves. Yep. And, and then he like we weird. saw him like edit it really quickly. And then he played back that witch thing with like the <laughs> and it sounds perfect. And I was like, God damn it! Now I know that that's a cantaloupe. <laughs> That's like a Japanese guy going to ham on a cantaloupe. Uh, yeah, there was, um, fuck, I forget the name of the movie. I really liked the movie. It was such a fun movie. It had Matt Damon. Mm. I think it was Matt Damon in it. Yeah, it was Matt Damon. It was an animated movie. Titan AE? Sure, yeah. That I think, sounds, yeah, that's I think a it was movie. Titan AE. I don't know if Matt Damon's in it, but that's a movie. I'm pretty sure Matt Damon's in it. Yeah. Um, it was an animated movie. I came out when I was young. It was such a good movie. It was a great movie. Um, But there was a scene where they go into an ice field. Mm. And in the, like, after the movie behind the scenes stuff, the sound guy was explaining the sounds they got because they were so unique. Yeah. Excuse me. I think what he did, he said, we took two pieces of ice and, like, we, we, like, blasted one with dry ice. Like, we, like, we took dry ice as one of them. And then we took normal ice and like we scraped them and slammed them together. And that's that screeching sound you hear. Like hissing, screeching, scraping. Yeah. Yeah. Like this weird glass, frozen, like shatter sound you would hear. He he said we had to play with ice for a few days. Interesting. But we figured out how to get a sound that worked with those scenes. And it just, it shows him like with like, they're like handling dry ice with pliers and shit. And they're just like moving around. <laughs> That's but, so cool. Yeah. But it was just, oh man, that works so well. That works yeah. so well. There was a, on YouTube, there's a short documentary about like the sound designers for movies and just like movies with like real act, like live action movies have sound design because there's certain things that you need to like make sound for. So like you'll get yeah. like a really cool drone shot of a guy walking through like Antarctica uh, and like just his the sound of his boots stomping on the snow. If you play the actual audio, it'd just be the sound of the drones. It'd be like, yeah. so they need to like make that snow sound. And they're like, we were just recording someone walking through the snow, but it didn't really have that like oomph that we needed. So the way they do like footsteps through thick snow is they take like a burlap potato sack filled with sand and then they just take steps on that. And it gives it that like squeak of like walking through the snow. It's like, yeah, it's like that's sand in a burlap sack, but it, it sounds like perfect snow, but we can't we could not find the perfect snow sound. That's so that's cool. That's perfect. Like, that's really you have cool. To experiment so much yeah, with you just have to like work so hard. Yeah, we use snow for a few movies, but like it wasn't that good. But this movie, listen to this, and I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. And then they showed how they recorded. I'm like, what? Yeah, it's yeah. so interesting. By the way, I pulled up Titan AE. Yeah, it came out in 2000. Sure. Animated post apocalyptic apocalyptic science fiction adventure film, um, directed by Don Bluth and Gary Goldman. Yeah. It starred Matt Damon, mm-hmm. Bill Pullman. Okay. Drew Barrymore. Wow. John Logazamo. Sure. Nathan Lane. Uh, Janine Garofalo. Oh my goodness. Ron Perlman. 
This is stacked. It, yes, it's a <laughs> fucking stacked movie. It's so good. That's cool. Oh, man. I mean, I'm totally biased because I was a kid when I saw it. But yeah. So good. So, so good. Um, Yeah, shit, shit, shit. I, uh, I am partially glad and partially not glad that I, I, I got an NHL game. Yeah. Because let me tell you something. The last game I played, again, eight, nine years ago, mm-hmm. right? When I put in this new NHL game and I started playing it, my first thought was, wow, they haven't spent a single dollar on improving how this game looks <laughs> in over eight years. Wow. It's, it's not the, that overwhelmingly good it's looking. It's the same facial graphics Ugh. from my PS3. Yeah. That sounds it's, about right. It's that bad. That sounds on par for a sports game. It's that bad. And I just <laughs> thought like, what have you been doing for eight fucking years? Yeah. What just have you been doing? Like, I I know I, I know I was right to not buy a game year after year. Yeah. I knew that. I knew that. But you figure after eight years, yeah, be there'd a, be some improvement. It just it looks so shitty. Anyways, I'm I, I'm so so the thing with that game that sucks me in is not the fact that it's hockey. It's not the fact that you know I can create a character that's me and I can like play like oh man I'm on the Rangers like yeah. oh man I'm Canadian look at that <laughs> it's it's the fact that I get to do something called be a GM yeah and when you're a GM in the be a GM mode you get to control everything right like roster moves contracts who you sign who's on your lines trading block stuff everything. I haven't played this game in eight years, right? So I play, oh, here's Be a GM. They still have this mode. It's my favorite mode. Yeah. Let's get into it. They definitely put money into the, how can we make Be a GM more realistic? Huh. Because it, it is down to how much am I selling a kid's t-shirt of this player for? Oh, wow. And what is the market trend for this player? What is the market trend for the price range? What are the sales like per week? Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. It is so granular now. It's insane. I can set how much the nachos cost. I can get feedback from um, from customers about what they think about the pricings and values on what they have for deals uh, compared to other arenas. I can see how often I'm filling my seats. I can set the <laughs> price for parking. I can upgrade facilities. I have to repair and maintain facilities. That's awesome. I, I kind of want to play that. It's insane the amount of... So I always loved it because I got to optimize... The team. I'm going to optimize my my contracts, optimize my player development. Now I have to worry about player morale. This person's (laughs) sad because I sent them to, I changed their role on the team. So now their morale is down and their motivation is down. Now that line chemistry is off. Now the locker room has less vibes. And does that affect like the gameplay? Yes. (laughs) Now they don't have good chemistry on the ice. And it's just, what the fuck? It's an RPG. Yeah, it's basically an RPG now, and it's a, so it, it was really overwhelming. I remember I was I spent I think two hours, and my girlfriend goes, "How's the game?" And I go, "I haven't actually played a game yet." Oh my god! And she goes, "What?" And I go, "I I actually haven't gotten to be able to play a game yet. I've been learning the controls because it's like, have you played recently? No, we'll go through training camp. And I did training camp, and they broke down all the new controls, and then it was started be a GM mode, and then it was figure out how to be a GM. And handle all that shit. Mm-hmm. And I was just so overwhelmed of, okay, so what's my budget? What's my yearly budget? What's my quarter budget? What are my goals for the owner? I What do I have to do to get like more money in the budget from the owner? What do I have to just... <laughs> this, God damn. 
what promotions stressful what the amount the budget i have for like game promotions like get, get a free bobblehead of this <laughs> of this player when do i want that to be how much money oh do i God. want to invest into that like <laughs> just it's it's fucking insane so is it good do you like it i do but it's here's the thing back when i played it like eight years ago i had no serious responsibility i barely had a job that required me to be serious yeah you know so i was able to just spend all my fucking time doing it and be damned to my life i can just be sucked away into this portal of just fucking doing whatever and then i'm done i don't have that anymore yeah now i i aim for seven and a half hours of sleep at night at least i i have to work out i have to clean up my dishes i have to meal prep i have to eat i have to work i have to do my laundry i have to clean i have to do shit so now it's just, I want to do it, but I just don't have the fucking time. Yep. So I'm doing different modes on it now, which I can just play. I played it before you came over tonight. Nice. I played a game. I played the, uh, I think it's like Dynasty mode or Be a Legend or something where you start from the ground up of being a draft pick. Yep. And you have to get coach feedback and management feedback and team feedback and how do you answer questions to reporters. Wow. Yeah. How do you accept conversations with your teammates yeah like how do you become allies with your teammates and generate chemistry how do you talk and make your way like up the development ladder with you with your coaching staff what do you do for management's appeal do how do you have a brand and how do you manage your brand on social media and how does that impact your (laughs) contract talks as you being a popular player and what does that do for your morale what does that do for the other players morale do nhl (laughs) players play these games do you think they do yeah, they've and, openly admitted it, and they've like they have they've they've jumped into Twitch streams. They've had they have a tournaments. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, they openly play it. Do they seem like they're more or less realistic? I mean, obviously, it's not like I need to boost my stats with my team. No, there's actually a lot of videos of player reactions to their ratings, of like live. Hey, this is Patrick Kane and Jonathan Tage of Chicago Blackhawks. They're going to play the latest NHL game for the first time, and then they go, "Well, of course, I got to play me." And then they're just like. Why am I ninety? Why am I ninety one and you're ninety four? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? I've I've way better hands than you. Like we both know this. Why Why are you rated higher? And the guys like because I'm the captain. That's why. It's because the captain gets <laughs> rated higher. You know, just so no, they definitely do look at it and they definitely play it. That's interesting. Yeah, actually, when they when the NHL had the bubble, um, the bubble season earlier this year where they played in uh, Edmonton, they played in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Um, no, they played in Edmonton and Toronto. They played in, I believe it was Toronto. They played in two different bubbles uh, where they were secluded on site of a hotel oh. and a rink. So there was no cross-contamination with the public Got it. for COVID. They all said like, yeah, like we're bringing our PlayStations and Xbox. Like, <laughs> we're playing video games. We can't leave. What like else with the other do? teams? No, with their teammates. Oh, okay. Um, there was actually, uh, I think there's a Players Tribune article about how there was a, the Washington Capitals I think it was the Washington Capitals. There's a there's a very uh, fam- famous story about their team. Mm-hmm. I think it was their Stanley Cup winning team. They used, I think it was Mario Kart yep. to diffuse the stress of the playoffs. Yeah. And they sent, ended up having like competitions. Mm-hmm. And I guess some of them got really heated because they're <laughs> professional athletes. They, yeah. They're competitive people. And I guess some competitions got super fucking heated at times. <laughs> but so what game did they have to de-stress after Mario Kart? <laughs> nothing. But <laughs> but I think I think it was Mario Kart that they were playing or like Mario Party. It was a Mario game, but they were playing a, like Mario as a team 
of like I think it's what twenty over twenty people. Yeah, because their roster is like twenty one, twenty two. Uh, I think it's twenty three people allowed on a roster. So at least that many hanging cool. out all the time playing video games to uh, relax. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So video yeah. games. Yeah, but anyways, um, that's why I was thinking, wow, it's so cool to play this game. And yeah, man, I miss playing hockey. And now because the rinks are closed, I can't play hockey until sometime, hopefully by the end of January. Um, so I'm, I'm craving hockey. There's no season right now because of COVID. So I bought the game. I'm playing it. But then the same hand, I'm just, I don't have time for this shit. I don't yeah. have time for this kind of game. Like, this is just a fucking sink. Huge time yeah. sink. I didn't realize there were huge time sinks. I never really ever played a uh, a sports game of any kind i've seen gameplay of them and i just figured it was just play a game play a game play a game and like the career mode would be like play against this team and if you win you can play against this team and then if you win you can play against that team and uh, i mean you you it, could i mean you you can just jump in and play games mm-hmm. like you totally can it's just um it depends on what you like to do i like to do the intense shit like the be a gm and like have a dynasty and be a be a legend and like like grow your player you could just jump in and say i'm gonna play the for the stanley cup yeah like there's a mode that's like playoff mode you just play for the playoffs so you can definitely do stuff like that neat so it's definitely possible definitely possible do you want to do uh one more do a a shorty episode chrissy got a tummy ache you have a tummy ache yeah a little bit of a tummy Uh uh-oh but i could i could push through one more topic oh no there's one more that i really want to talk about except i don't know do you think you have a tummy ache from the food or the workout? I don't know. I think it's actually like a spine ache. I think if I really... St- <laughs> what? 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 Dude, you shouldn't, be, you shouldn't be surprised about the weird shit my body does. I have a weird bad body. But saying you have a tummy ache and then switching it to spine ache... It's in like the back of my stomach, if that makes any sense. You know how when you say like uh, sucking your belly button like you're trying to touch it to your spine? Yes. In between that is what hurts real bad for me right now. So and I feel core. like if I really like crack out my back and stretch my back, it'll feel better. But uh, Roll out a little bit? Yeah, maybe. But I'm not going to do that while we record. But no. um, I think you, I think that's your core. Yeah, something. I think it's your core. And it's also it's a little higher than my belly button actually, but it uh, it is uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> do, oh no! Do you want to talk about all the uh, the Star Wars announcements? I know you're like Ugh. not blacking out them, but we already talked about them a little bit. Uh, we could talk about the stuff that I'm not blacking out. Yeah. So, so yeah, we have. It seems like. Star Wars is going the way of the Marvel, where they're just diving headfirst into TV shows, which I think is super exciting because I think we saw with like Game of Thrones probably was like the show where you could say like, hey, we have Hollywood budgets for TV shows now. And they're arguably more of a cultural event than most movies nowadays. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And good timing with movie theaters probably not existing for much longer. You don't think so? Nope. Whoa, whoa. Before we get into Star Wars, you think movie theaters are not going to recover? Not fully. I think, think so? movie theaters are all of a sudden going to be like a niche thing. You think so? Yeah. I saw No. I saw El no. Camino, the Breaking Bad movie. I saw it in theaters. It launched on Netflix, but like you could go see it in theaters and it was like a cheap like $8 ticket or whatever. I was like, oh, that's fun. Yeah, let's go watch it in theaters. It's a movie, you know? I'd rather watch it on theaters than uh, in Netflix. Um I think that's going to be like more of the thing. There's so many things launching on Disney Plus and HBO Max. And I think people aren't going to want to get rid of that. People are going to say like, yeah, I want to pay my HBO Max subscription and get all the movies coming out this year. But, True. But 
can you imagine the first time you you saw Endgame at home? Yeah, right. Compared to IMAX. So I think there will be certain times where like El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie, probably didn't need to see on a giant theater screen. Um, but uh, I, it was cool. I just saw that it was an option. I'm like, yeah, why not? Um, but like Endgame, when the next Endgame equivalent comes out, it'll be like launches on Disney Plus same day in theaters big fans will go to the theaters and that'll be like the fun event or just visceral like i could not imagine seeing fury road then you would go to the theater on a tv but um say uh the invisible man that's the last movie i saw in theaters if the invisible man launched uh on hbo max on the same day in theaters is that really a movie that you need to go to the theaters to watch no uh, Soul, the new Disney Pixar movie. Is that a movie you need to go see on a big theater screen? No. No. Yeah. So how about Sicario? I mean, that uh, that one's kind of on the edge, where that one's like a... That's a very tense... Very tense, very visceral movie, but that's not like a visual spectacle. It is. It's good, but it's not like on the level of like, I will be doing myself a disservice if I don't see this okay. on an IMAX screen. How about Nightcrawler? N- Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal? easily watch that at home okay i don't need to watch that on a big screen i'm talking like basically star wars and big marvel movies <laughs> or like those are the movies and like so you want to see Impossible. only you only want to see like the visually Nolan. the visually stunning things in a movie theater. yeah it's Be- like when hateful eight came out and it was playing on 70 millimeter screens for movie theaters that are equipped to for 70 millimeter screens and i think the closest one to us is in new jersey and i drove to new jersey to watch that movie oh <gasps> So I can How see cool it was that? It was awesome. Yeah. It was like an ultra wide screen and it it had that like warmth of film that like the vinyl equivalent, but on film, it was incredible. And it's like, also one of, I think that's still my favorite uh, Tarantino movie. It's so good. It's so, it's so fun, but it's like tense, pure but... Tarantino. It's just yeah. like the conversations that you love in Tarantino. Yes. Movies. yes. It's just that for three it's hours. It's just that. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, 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 oh. yeah. Um, but things like that like things like i still haven't seen tenet because i'm waiting until i'm comfortable to go see it in an imax which i don't i think i've missed my chance although i don't know what would have replaced it in imax but so i wouldn't be surprised if tenet is still playing in imax that's a, you know what that's a legit concern to bring up though what we should get timmy to guest again to have that conversation yeah. like the impact of the movie of cinema the impact of cinema now because here's the problem or here's maybe the the question Cinema is so historical. Yeah. For us, right? Yeah. Think about the act of cinema. The whole act of cinema is the movie theater. Yeah. Right? Like sure. going back in history. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it not was, like, oh, it hit, gather, gather around the TV, kids. Like, we're going to get no, the antennas no, no, right. No. It's it always started, been the theater. Started as live action theater. Yes. And then pictures on the screen with live music. Look at them moving pictures. Yeah. And then they had talkies. Yep. Uh, yeah. And evolved from there. So it literally came from the theater. Yes. So I, I, I feel like to say that we're not going to have that going further is like a weird, almost cultural tradition that I can't picture being gone. It's going to be niche. I, I, it will not go away forever. It won't. It makes too much money. But does it, though? I mean, compared <laughs> to the Disney and obviously one of the topics on here, which I think we could at this point just roll into this topic is 
<laughs> what did you say? You said like WB going nuts out. WB <laughs> going WB nuts busts out. it lo- busts its load, <laughs> yes. which is just hey, all the movies that you're excited about that you're bummed that we're pushing back in theaters, they're all coming to HBO Max. Yes, for no additional cost. Yes. And a ton of them. It's basically all of them. All of them. It's all so, like for next WB year. WB is backing out of theaters. Yes, they're just saying fuck it. Except I think they did say like launching on HBO Max the same day as theaters. I think it's the same day as theaters, but also it's not all year they're going to be available. I think they said there's like a month of them for free. And then if you want to watch them after that month, you have to pay per like a ticket. Interesting. Yes. But they're giving it to you for free. Yeah, that's really interesting. So it's like, let's give it to them for free. They get a month, hypothetically, to watch everything. I think it should be the opposite. Like, it's 15 additional dollars to watch Dune. But then after a month, it's free. No, because the people will just wait. Yeah, but then people will be like, oh, have you seen Dune? No. Oh, well, you should. It's great. Okay, I'll pay $15 and watch it. Versus, oh, have you seen Dune? No, it's... It's free. I know what I. Well, now it's fifteen dollars. Well, fuck it forever now. True, true. <laughs> I think they're playing on the. Oh, we'll watch these movies, and then the people don't, and then when they go to click on it the next month, hey, you want to watch this movie? It's now five dollars. That's so weird. Ah, oh, fuck! I forgot it's only a month. We yeah. ran out of time. You know what? It's only five bucks. Let's just. We wanted to watch it. Let's watch. We'll it. see. I think that's what they're waiting for. I think Mulan was like thirty dollars, right? Disney fucked up. I mean, they tried. They, Disney Disney did something that I don't think we've seen Disney do recently, which is they took a gamble. Mm. They said, we're just going to swing for it. Yeah. We're going to swing for it. We're going to rely on the brand. We're going to rely on the loyalty to this uh, this movie. We're just going to put it out there. And yep. it, it, should, it, should, it should be okay. Nope. Fucking struck out. That was a nope. strikeout. That was a strikeout. <laughs> And then people were bitching not only about the price, but then they're like, and the movie was whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> on top of the fact that I had to pay 30 bucks, the movie was whatever. Yeah. So I think it would have been a different reception if Disney just said, if you have Disney Plus, welcome to the Disney uh, ecosystem. Boom. It's free. Yeah. Just take Which it. they've immediately learned from. Soul is going to be free on Christmas coming up. Yep. The new Jamie Foxx Pixar movie. Yep. Um, this whole WB thing. So it's like Wonder Woman, Dune. I forgot everything else, but a bunch of other stuff. There's a lot. Uh, Matrix 4 was on there. Um, Do we need another Matrix movie? I don't know. Uh, apparently, they have a good idea for the fourth one, which is why they're doing it. But uh, they, they, they're going all out. They like pushed all their chips to the center of the table for streaming services, which means, like, honestly, my first thought seeing all this was like, ooh, cool, that's all going to be fun. We're finally getting Black Widow on Disney Plus now. Like, that is what that means. <laughs> Disney so? will match them with uh, Black Widow. Yes. You think so? Yes. The Black Widow was supposed to come out like a year ago at this point. Yeah. I think it was literally supposed to be November 2019. And then it was pushed back to May. And then it was pushed back to November. Yes. And now it's just pushed back. <laughs> TBD. Just, yeah, it's just delayed. Yeah. And now things are like starting to film. Uh, like new things like Shang-Chi, I think, just started filming. <sighs> Uh, the kung fu <laughs> that fucking movie good at kung fu guy that fucking mma movie yeah um so anyway back to star wars <laughs> i mean so okay no let me finish my thoughts on like the movie theater um yes please how often do you go see live theater like musical theater like stage plays never yeah i'm not that clientele though yeah well guess what the hundred years ago, 
that's all there was. Well, okay. When you went to the theater. No, 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 no. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's ask somebody in New York City that question. How often they went to go see plays. Sure. In theater. Because they... Theaters here? You're not about to compare theaters in our area to Broadway. No, I mean, that's totally different. That it's it's totally different. It's what are you like, talking? You just said you just said the the plays. You just said musicals and plays and live theater. Yeah, but like living in so living in New York City, you're going to have an exponentially better experience with higher quality things for live theater, yes. or musicals than you will almost anywhere else in the country. Yeah. So <laughs> back when back before movies, it was just live theater everywhere. It was live theater everywhere. Like, right. I could put on a live theater show and invite all my friends and try to get as much money from it as I can. And so that was like the, oh, let's go out to the movies. That was the, oh, let's go to the theater and go, let's go see a show. And there would be certain shows like, oh, let's go see Othello or something like that. Um, oh, wow. You had that just laying in the chamber. Huh? I really didn't. <laughs> it was, let's go see. And then my brain was like, oh, this one. <laughs> that was just a smooth, like, thank you bang yeah Yeah, keep going sorry improv sorry um (laughs) but so in new york it's weird because it's like a a region locked thing of quality so Mm -hmm. like on broadway you're getting like (laughs) like huge experiences like it's the equivalent of like if you had to live in new york city to watch tenet or endgame or mad max (laughs) But, like, around here, you could only get Black Widow and <laughs> and, and uh, Need for Speed. Need for Speed? And the sixth Bourne movie. But, like, yeah. if you go to New York, you could get those really high-quality movies. That's what comparing Broadway to around Connecticut theater is. There's no equivalent like that for the movie theater. But theater still exists but a new thing a new better thing came and completely destroyed it and replaced it and that's the new norm and that's movie theaters and i think we're in the phase now where we're mostly saying goodbye to movie theaters i'm still gonna go see quentin tarantino's next 70 millimeter movie i'm still gonna go see tenet and imax because that's the way christopher nolan wants you to see it i'm still gonna go see uh the next big avengers team-up movie that's gonna like blast my eardrums out and just shoot colorful heroin into my eyes okay okay here's my quick counterpart Mm. i think the second there's the go ahead i think theaters are packed to the fucking brim i'm very excited to go back to the theater that's exactly what i'm banking on and i've been saying this ever since covid lasted more than the initial like two months that people were predicting (laughs) yeah it'll be over by easter yeah it'll be over before summer um the the urge for a sense of normalcy yeah has never gotten stronger than in this year i think yeah and I, by normalcy, I mean like back in the good old days, like all that shit yeah. has reached like an apex this year of of priority for people because of everything with COVID. And and we saw a sample. We we saw the sample of this. And I, we, I was saying it. I was saying the second you have like the the, the door cracks open for shit to go back to normal mm-hmm. for bars and restaurants and everything fucking else, it's people are going to be flooding the doors. And what happened? Exactly that. Restaurants yeah. were like, oh, we only have 50% capacity. We have to fight people to stay out. Yeah. Like, we cannot keep... It, we are struggling to meet guidelines because there are so many people wanting to come in. Yeah. Like, 
That's the problem. It's because the the the, the desperation for that normalcy. So there's a, so a this, line outside of Applebee's. Yes, exactly. That's why there's lines outside of of, uh, of restaurants and and even retail stores. I saw a line to eat in Panera. Yes, it's like they fucking have takeout. <laughs> right, but the idea to eat there yeah. of the normalcy and convenience of what life was is so fresh on every, on everybody's minds. The second you get the go ahead for movie theaters, the second it's just. We can fill like 50% capacity, like space seating. Fuck the space seating. That thing is going to be, people are going to be kicking down the doors. Mm. You know what I mean? There's of course going to be people who are A, at risk and B, who really care that don't want to go and risk it. Yeah. But the majority of people, you do know that I think it was 40% of Americans in a recent poll said, I would not get the vaccine for COVID. I don't want to know that. (laughs) And I'm playing it safe because I'm pretty sure I heard the guy say 60, Ugh. but I think it's 40%. I think it's 40% of people said, uh, I will not. I am not planning on getting the COVID vaccine. Yeah. So <laughs> if that's a sign of everything, of anything, anything that's happened this year, culturally, socially, politically, I think it's safe to say that I, I actually think the movie theaters, if they survive this yeah. and they can open back up again, they're going to business will be booming. Well, here's what I'm saying. I that's just missed the popcorn and soda. Like, that's a big if. It that's is a big if. If they survive this. It is a big if. If they survive this, sure, I'd give them a 50-50 shot with this new move that WB did, and Disney is going to match it. Mark my words. <laughs> but those are big studios that can afford to... Like, those are the studios. Right, right. Like, that's DC and Marvel and Star Wars. Right, but like, Pixar. Reg- but like Regal Cinemas can't compete with those budgets. Like Regal Cinemas or like Lowe's Theaters, or not Lowe's Theaters, like... Yeah, like Lowe's Theaters or Regal Cinema. Are you they, talking about actual movie theaters? Yes. Okay. They don't have the pockets that those studios do to, 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 to make choices to stay alive. Like Disney and stuff like that? Yeah. Well, it's not. I don't think it's Disney versus the studios. It's Disney doing what they have to do to stay alive. Right. And well, they're well, saying well, <laughs> there's a guy hanging from their hot air balloon by a rope, and the hot air balloon is slowly losing altitude and heading towards a, a cliff wall. And Disney's saying, sorry, and cutting the rope. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Like, like this, like the movie theater industry doesn't have the pockets to say we can also survive this by just making a choice with our product and we'll be fine yeah they can't they can't so it's there at disney and wbs and a few other big studios whims to a degree yeah yeah I so guess, like yeah. a lot of them will close and i'm thinking like one or two big companies will be left and it's probably like cinemark and amc although i hear amc's not doing too hot so i wouldn't be surprised if there's mergers oh yeah if, if Cinemark somehow figures out how to do it a little bit better than AMC and AMC's like, we're spiraling the drain, uh, Cinemark will be like, hey, we'll give you 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then you're us now. Um, yeah, there's, there's I think some have already closed down, some smaller trains. Oh, um, yeah, 100%, which sucks, right? Like, yeah. It fucking sucks that, like, there's no way. It's It sucks when... I'm starting to get emails now from like gyms and hockey rinks and like USA hockey about staying afloat. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't want to be seeing that yeah. right now. Like I, uh, sign the petition to keep us alive. Yep. It's just, uh, what? Yeah, Excuse exactly. Me? I saw what? a, um, I got tickets for myself and my girlfriend to go to mystic aquarium back in March. Uh, oh yeah, for, you told me for yeah. her birthday right yeah. before they you were canceled. Yeah, um, because I did that. They're like, "Hey, again, so sorry we had to cancel your tickets nine months ago or whatever. Um, 
can we have some money? <laughs> like we've been uh, operating at the limits that we're allowed to with the restrictions that we're doing. We're doing everything according to all the local guidelines or whatever. And it, and it's not enough to sustain us. And it's, it's basically like these animals need your help. <laughs> The, the penguins oh, no we're gonna have to send the penguins home no don't do that to me yeah exactly so that's um, yeah that's happening oh, i don't movie theaters aren't gonna do that they're gonna be like hey remember us when you <laughs> wanted to go see the end game and you're really pissed that it was 17 dollars and we charged you 20 dollars for a popcorn well, we're not gonna be able to do that anymore unless you give us some money <laughs> And I'm going to go, oh, boo-hoo, I just got a new 65-inch TV and a sound bar. So, you, so you're, okay with, you're okay with that happening then? I'm okay with it becoming a niche service. I probably shouldn't have gone to the movies as often as I did because, boy, it costs a lot of money. I, would, I went to the movies like every week or two. I know. You told me. Yeah. I remember, I remember I was saying, wow, I've gone four times in the past like year and a half yeah no i would i would see whatever the big movie was and like the big movie of the year i would see like three or four times with different groups of friends yes like i saw endgame with you it was my third time seeing it with completely different people yes um yeah i love i love going to the movies i shouldn't go as often as i did and i have just as much fun watching them at home i like watching them with friends but guess what disney plus has a watch with friends options now that I've used a couple times, and it's great. You set up a FaceTime call or a, a Discord call, and you pop on the Disney right. Plus you watch together, and let's watch the new Mandalorian. You cannot beat the price of convenience. Yeah. You just cannot beat the price of convenience. But apart- I don't have to drive anywhere. I get a giant bag of Pirate's Booty from Target for $3. That's six times as much popcorn that literally costs $8 at a movie theater. So you're, you agree with what WB's doing? I love it. Blown its load. Yep. We still get to experience these movies. This is like the, this is how they're dealing with it. This is how they're able to give us these movies. We have to get these movies out and we have the streaming service that's making us a lot of money. So let's invest more into this and we'll give you these movies to watch at home instead of making you go risk your life to drive to an expensive movie theater to watch them on a bigger screen with people munching on popcorn all around. I think we should have, I mean, next episode is going to be the holiday episode. It sure is. But we need to have a 2020 COVID recap episode. Uh, Let's do a COVID recap when COVID's over. (laughs) Because COVID's not going to end in 2020 and 2021. You don't think it's going to end in 2021? It's not. It's not going to be like three, two, one. Happy New Year! Oh my God, we're cured. <laughs> the vaccine's getting. Oh man, approved. what a rough year. Good thing this year's magically going to be better because it's a different calendar page. Uh, Canada already uh, approved the Pfizer vaccine. Yeah, didn't we too? No, I think the CDC is still debating like three yeah. different variants. Yeah, but then again, also like 40 percent of Americans don't want it, so. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that, but um, okay, yeah, yeah, um, I still have a stomachache, and oh my god, Star Wars! You have a stomachache. We could talk about Star Wars next time. Yeah, next time <laughs> there'll be more information we have about the Star Wars. Yes, but exactly. There's multiple Star Wars TV shows and movies, and it's really exciting. And you should go look it up right now. Everybody, stretch out your tummies. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
No, you gotta harmonize. You gotta go higher. I beat you. No, no, no. You gotta harmonize. You go higher. All right, you go. Okay. Hello. No, that was it. That was it. That was it. No. That was it. Fine, you go low. I'll go high. Hello. 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 